I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Giants Training Camp 2022 is presented by Ford, the official SUV of the New York Giants. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Giants Huddle Podcast. After the Giants knock off the New England Patriots in their preseason opener on a Graham Gano last second field goal by the count of 23-21. to Giants Little Podcast can be heard on all of your Giants podcast platforms as well as the Giants.com slash podcast archive. We are joined by Bob Papa, who did the television call on NBC4 in New York. Bob, as we sit here right now, the win isn't necessarily the most important thing. The most important thing for Coach Brian Dable is the checklist that he went into this game with. I think we would both agree uh, a lot of those boxes did get checked. Yeah, Paul, I thought I'd get a little more energy out of you to open up the podcast. I'm tired. Paulie Dots, <laughs> come on. Well, we spoke with Coach Dable this morning uh, as our, in our production meeting, and he said, you know, not only is he looking for execution by the players, but he wants to see execution and cohesion by the coaching staff because this is the first time they've all worked together as one staff in a game situation. thought that worked out well. Um, you know, hey, listen, I think – the Giants are probably going to make some other team happy because they got some nice depth at running back. I mean, yeah. watching those guys, every one of them run the ball. Now, Matt Breed didn't play in the game, but everybody else that got a turn looked good. Uh, I was impressed with the starting offensive line. Um, I thought even the backup offensive linemen did a pretty good job in some of their turns. Now, you got to keep your eye on. Uh, Douglas, and you got to keep Ryan Lemieux as far as these injuries are concerned because they still are thin. But I think if you're a Giants fan, you come out of this game feeling pretty good about the offensive line, at least the starting group. I think you got to feel really good about what you saw to Davis, uh, at what you saw out of Daniel Jones, albeit none of the Patriots' starting defensive players played in this game. But kind of the way they moved the football and uh, sort of the cohesion that they had. And then defensively, they made plays. My big takeaway from the game tonight, Paul, is – well, not my big takeaway. On the other side of it, they've got to get better at special teams because their margin for victory, they're not going to be blowing people out this year. It's still a rebuilding process. They've got to be better on specials. And, you know, the questions about the cornerback position outside of Adoree Jackson and the guys that they got lined up in the slot 
is still a big concern. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that Aaron Robinson, who has shown so much promise during the offseason, has a very difficult night tonight. Uh, Coach Dable saying he competed well, but there's no doubt he's got to learn from this tape. Well, and not just that, Paul. Again, the Patriots didn't play any of their starters on the offensive side of the ball either. So he's going against, he was going against a lot of guys that are probably not going to even be on the Patriots or will be on another team somewhere. And that's a big concern. I mean, I, I think the, I think he, what he did, uh, you know, he got, he had a good spring. He's had a good camp, but you learn a lot in preseason games against other bodies. And I think the door is wide open for anybody to go take that job. All right, let's talk about some of the big names who did start this game. Jones, you mentioned 6 of 10, 69 yards, was sacked once. Uh, Saquon Barkley only had four carries for 13 yards, one catch for eight. But I thought those guys did look like themselves in the early going of the game. Yeah, I was happy with what I saw to Daniel Jones. I liked the versatility of the offense, although it was pretty vanilla. And again, stats don't tell the whole story because – Daniel Jones delivered the ball on time, on schedule, mm-hmm. in a third-down situation that Kenny Galladay dropped. I mean, that should either have been first and goal at the one or a Giants touchdown. It winds up a Giants field goal. That's not Daniel Jones' fault. Even even at the in the end of the game, we saw Davis Webb misfire. So you're going to look at Davis Webb's numbers, and you'll say, well, you know, his numbers weren't that great. Well... You saw him get pretty irate with a couple of the receivers, and I'm betting that Davis Webb has a better feeling for this offense than the guys that he was barking at, uh, having been with the Buffalo Bills before. So stats don't always tell the whole story. Don't miss your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giants games and world-class concerts in 2022 as a Giants suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available or place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Webb did lead a uh, 12-play, 69-yard drive for that final 24-yard field goal that won the game. Some of the lesser-known players who were fighting for room on this depth chart, you mentioned Antonio Williams, nine carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Calvin Johnson, seven grabs for uh, 82 yards. You wish, did, wait a second. You wish it was Calvin Johnson. It was Colin, Colin Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Colin Yeah, I wish. Out of Texas. Uh, did get the ball ripped out on one fumble. Uh, also, quite frankly, you know, Tyrod Taylor, 13 to 21 for 121 yards and a score. Some of the guys on the depth chart actually showed themselves well. Yeah, I mean, listen, after watching what the Giants rolled out there at backup quarterback last year, which, let's face it, 
that was not NFL caliber. And the decision-making process with the previous regime, however they came up to it, the conclusion that that was the best option, especially after having Colt McCoy the year before go to Seattle and win a game for you, mm-hmm. was just a huge mistake. So now you know if Daniel Jones gets hurt, which he has not played a full season yet, and if a quarterback has to come in and fill out a game or finish out a game and maybe spot start for a week or two, the Giants have a guy on their roster that could actually go win a game, help you win a football game. I want to go back to Colin Johnson for a second because I think Colin Johnson, the one negative is the fumble, right? He had the fumble in plus territory, ball security. But I thought he ran really crisp routes. I thought he was decisive in his cut making. Good hands to the football, yards after the catch. He's a big figure in size. And, look, I know Kenny Galladay's not going anywhere based on his contract situation and the amount of money owed to him. But I could see Colin Johnson pushing Kenny Galladay mm-hmm. for snaps because I didn't see anything out of Kenny Galladay tonight that makes you say, okay, that's the guy that made the Pro Bowl in 2019. It looked a lot more like what we saw last year. Now, granted, it's preseason game number one. Veterans know how to get themselves ready. But you're trying to prove to a new coaching staff that you deserve snaps. And I think Colin Johnson put a good foot forward. I thought C.J. Board did a nice job. I think Richie James is a nice add-on mm-hmm. as far as supplementing this receiving core. And hopefully at some point the Giants are going to get Sterling Shepard back. So I, I think there's positives in that kind of stuff. Yeah, one of the guys I left out here, Gary Brightwell, he was really the number two back with Breida out of the lineup. And, boy, look at him. Seven carries for 40 yards, caught a couple of passes. I mean, you mentioned running backs at the beginning of this thing. The Giants have depth there. All these guys have some juice. Yeah, like I said, I think that the Giants are probably going to make a team that is needy or will sustain some injuries in training camp very happy because you can't keep them all. And based on the way these guys are showing out, these young players in the preseason, you know, you're not getting them through waivers to get them on the practice squad if they continue to perform the way they're performing. Now, let me give you some numbers here, Bob, because we've watched enough of Giants football over the years to know these numbers just don't seem to compute. 28 first downs, over 400 yards of offense, and over 170 yards rushing. I don't care if it's a preseason game or not. That was an offense that was interesting to watch. And it was productive. Um, Again, I go back to this theory and this thought methodology is I don't care if it's backups. I don't care if it's twos going against twos or threes going against threes or twos going against whatever the combination or even the ones against the twos. How many times in the past, basically over the last eight or nine years with the exception of 2016, and even in 2016, that was a team that won all those games really on the strength of their defense Mm -hmm. and fortuitous plays on the defensive side of the ball. How many times have the Giants, whether it's the ones against other teams' twos or the Giants' twos against other teams' threes, look inept and get shut down? Right. They put up all that, those offensive numbers tonight, and I think you take a lot of positives at what you saw. This is one of the better preseason performances I, I can remember out of the Giants in a while. Not that it means anything. Another guy I'll give you, uh, Beavers, I thought, looked very good. Mm-hmm. Flot, I thought, looked really good in sort of the movement of his hips and his open field tackling and all those other things. Does he need to be refined? Of course. But I think there's some lot of positives from some of these young players. You know, 
They only give up 52 yards rushing, but they did give up some big plays in the passing game. You mentioned the coverage units on special teams, too many penalties. There's a lot to clean up here, but anytime you only give up 52 yards rushing in a game, you're pretty happy no matter who you played against, and that goes back to what you said a minute ago. Yeah, and they well, listen, they gave up a bunch of big chunk plays, um, mostly, and this is like Football situational awareness, and then I guess this would Coach Martindale would say and Coach Dable that this comes down to technique. You could see pretty early in the game that the third string quarterback for the Patriots does not have a good arm. Everything's underthrown, mm-hmm. everything's back shoulder. You know, Hoyer got the ball up over the top much better than Zappi did. At some point, Guys have to be watching this when it's not your turn and you're watching on the sideline waiting for them to call your number to get in the game. you got to start thinking, hey, there's going to be a lot of back shoulder throws. i got to be ready for underthrown balls. And when I'm covering a guy and he's got to step on me, i got to get my head snapped around because most likely the ball is going to be under-delivered. Prove to me you can throw it over the top. So that's a coaching technique that I'm sure they will drill into these players about awareness. I mean – how many passes do we have to see? Back shoulder, underthrown balls, mm-hmm. and you're giving up chunk plays. You can't have stuff like that. All right, quick look at the rookie report. You've already mentioned Beavers. Uh, we know Neil and Thibodeau did not play a lot in this game, but when they were in there, they looked like they did some nice things. I don't know if any of the other rookies necessarily stood out. It was kind of nondescript, but at least they got through it okay without doing anything that would, would put them in, a, in the doghouse. Yeah, I mean, Wondell Robinson really didn't no. wasn't really a factor. Uh, you know, Thibodeau didn't do a lot, didn't play a lot, but he did draw an offside penalty just based on yeah. his presence. Yeah. He drew a false start right away, so it was first and 15. I think Evan Neal got beat on one play, got spun around, but I thought he held his own pretty good. Um, listen, I'm going to go to um, – all right, so Zudu, he had some issues, but I thought he settled down as the game went on. Uh, I mentioned Cordell Flott. I, I liked what I saw out of him, his awareness. Uh, he had a guy on an out route. The hip flip and all that other stuff was really good. Excellent coverage. I was impressed with Beavers. I, I thought even on the ball in the flat that was dropped by the back. He was he, right there. He was in perfect position and a perfect form tackle. Not his fault the guy dropped the ball, but I liked his instinct. I liked his awareness. Um, the other kid out of Indiana that played backer for a little bit, I liked what I saw out of him in this football game. So I think, you know, if you're looking at the rookie class, I think that you come out of this game and you feel positive about these guys being able to contribute. Giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2022 season. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, and more. You can lock in your seats starting at just 100 bucks. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, now, I got one for you because we talked to Dable in the production meeting, and he did talk about how competitive he is and how much he likes to win at everything that he does, even though winning a preseason game is not necessarily a huge deal. Yet on the final drive, when they had a chance to win the game, look at all of the back-of-the-depth chart guys he had in there. They gave Platzcomer the ball. They had the international linemen blocking for him. I think that says a lot about this coach and how he wants to make sure these players are ingratiated into his policies. You know, Paul, I've been around this team since 1988. You've been around even longer. How many times have we seen in the first preseason game or the second or maybe even the last? And I I understand the business reasons behind it. There are times when you don't want to play a guy because you don't want to give him an injury settlement if he gets hurt. You're trying to hide a guy to get him on your practice squad. I got all that. But he said something in his post-game press conference that I think will win a lot of props within that locker room in the sense that these guys have worked really hard for me all spring. They've given everything they can give me. They have busted their tails in training camp to this point. Everybody that got on that train, that suited up, that was eligible to play, I wanted them to get in a game mm-hmm. and get game snaps. And if you don't think... Because these guys are all, I mean, they're, they're together. They're a collection. They're, they're, there's a bond with all these players on a 90-man roster. You don't think that guys feel for guys that are busting their ass every day in practice and then you get to a preseason game and they get zero snaps on anything? I think by him making sure, and he said it in that post-game presser, everybody was going to get some snaps that dressed and were eligible to play. And that goes a long way in that locker room. Couldn't agree with you more, Bob. Final thoughts. Mike Kafka was the play caller tonight. He was up in the box listening to Coach Dable post-game press conference. He seemed pretty satisfied with the way it went. And I think if you looked at the Giants' offensive drives, there was creativity. They were able to run it. They were able to throw it. What was there not to like? Uh, I think it worked out great. I mean, they had no substitution issues. The Patriots got called for too many men on the field defensively, but not the Giants. I thought they were pretty clean. And I think, look, it, it'll it be a work in progress. And no matter how they decide to do this going into the season, I think Kafka won a lot of points tonight with his head coach. They're going to be collaborative on what they do offensively. They're going to be collaborative as far as how they game plan. And they will continue to work through this. I mean, Dable got this job because he's a damn good play caller. And uh, he's got a lot of respect for Kafka. And I think it'll continue to be something that evolves. But if you think that Brian Dable is going to just turn it completely over to somebody else, you're out of your mind. <laughs> because that's what got you here. you know. Yeah. And, 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 hey, Parcells would weigh in on what was going on. With Ron Earhart as the offensive coordinator, there were times he asserted himself. A head coach has to assert himself when he needs be, and that's what makes good head coaches great head coaches. Him and Kafka, they're a meatloaf on this offense right now, and it looks like it could be a good match. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I love the fact that he's brought in people on his staff from different places that have different sets of ideas, and they, we've heard the word collaborative. They really have shown being collaborative. 
All right, that's Bob Papa here in the Giants huddle as the Giants beat the Patriots 23 to 21 in Foxborough, the preseason opener of the 2022 season. I'm Paul Dottino. This has been the Giants huddle podcast. You can catch it on the Giants archive at giants.com slash podcast and all your favorite podcast platforms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.